1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: 602 at the a.m. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn on this terrific Taco Tuesday in Baltimore. As we get one day closer to the AFC Championship game, which will be hosted here in Baltimore. Chiefs travel from Kansas City to take on the Ravens. Both teams hot right now. Ravens are arguably the hottest team in the National Football League. Been on a roll uh, since the uh, the bye week, really, coming back after the bye. Lost against Pittsburgh, but throw that away. Doesn't really matter. The division was clenched. Number one seed was already clenched. What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. What's going on? Good. Tired
1: Tuesday? Yeah. Got a full week. Is this our first full week in, in the end last year? year? No, man. we
2: had a full week uh before MLK. Not me. Oh, you didn't. Yeah. We had a full week. Took it with Friday off. Did I? I'm no. doing it again next week. <laughs> Just, oh, yeah? You you, know, you were off that week. Yeah. You were off at the beginning of the week. I'm sorry, you were sick. Off at the end, yeah. of, the end of the week. Yeah. 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 So yeah. You Got you guys that. first week.
1: Yeah, I don't like this. My so,
3: goal for twenty twenty four is not to work a full week gonna see if how this works out. I don't have enough days, but Can we, you work, you're not working a full week this week, this year, this week. Oh, yeah, this week I have to. Yeah. Other than, other than this week, okay.
1: <laughs> there Starting we go. next week, All right. set that whole thing. Yeah, I, you know, like as <laughs> it is weird when you start to get those days off and then you get comfortable with it, but you know it as well as I do when because you don't get many days off. Rob Mm-mm. like either one of you guys yeah that. when when you get a day off it just feels like it goes by so fast you're like yeah it's a day off i'm back to work <laughs> like it's just the the weekends go by so quick no matter if you're doing something or doing nothing mm-hmm.
3: i guess yeah i don't know what it, i went to bed early last night wasn't drinking i thought i'm trying to really get back into i am so tired right now i just want to i just want to sob at this desk and put my head down it's like i mm. can't understand why then I'm like, oh yeah, because you get up at three thirty in the morning,
2: two hundred forty days a year. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it for the last twenty years.
1: Sorry, well, Taylor's uh, coming to
2: town, so yeah, right. that's good. I went to bed ridiculously late because we had a fundraiser last right. night. Thank <laughs> to everybody who who came, we had a lot of money for Pathfinders for Autism. Uh, the place was packed. It was good for Masonis because Masonis is normally closed on Mondays, and uh, yeah, that's what they could it do it. Was, it was, it was yeah. packed, man. It was you know every table was reserved. The bar area was crowded, and people spent a lot of money. Uh, we had, uh, I think, five raffles. They went for top dollar. Did well. Did well for uh, uh B.J. Surhoff, uh came. All the um, board members came as well, uh, and a lot of people. I saw Antonio. He came. Of course, he did. Comes uh, every. He, he and his dad Russ. Um, uh, Rashawn showed up as well, and uh, doing Rashawn like things. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Who do you yeah. hit on? Uh, probably about three. Probably about three. <laughs> Are you, you, you just can't invite him to any
1: anything that your family showing up to, right? Because or else you have to give the hey look off limits
2: over here. I didn't think uh, I had to, but then next time to. I need to. <laughs> yeah, next time I need to. Uh, I didn't think that was necessary, but next time I need to. But yeah, it was it was it was a great crowd, great crowd. Thank you for everybody to everybody who came, and also for Pathfinders for Autism as well. So good night. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Good show planned for you. Uh, Cordell Woodland will join us. Kim McCusick in studio, because it's Tuesday. And of course, later on in the 8 o'clock hour, WJZ TV's own Mark Viviano, uh, the legend, will join us as well. Uh, you guys getting, uh, feel like there's a lot of anxiety around town about this AFC Championship game? Yes.
3: <laughs> the anxiety is, I think they're going to win. But the fear is... If they had just an off day, like any team, turn the ball over, just a little flat, just don't. Sit. And you know the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and you don't go. And because the, the expectations are so high, and I I really believe the Ravens are the best team in football. And if they don't make it, it'll be I think it'll be crushing. Yeah. For the city.
1: I mean, that's where football is so unique. Without a series, right? It's yeah. one game. It's one game. And if you don't, you have one hiccup. You have one thing that put you down uh, changes your mindset like everything's that's why we say like the best teams don't always win it can mm-hmm. be the hottest team that's why I give
3: I mean the other the other three majors are different because usually the best team prevails not always but I I guess they did, like the Rangers last year mm-hmm. in baseball I I don't know how they did that but they, they swept hot at the right they time. got hot at the right time but they did do, they blew through series yep. and swept people so I mean all right got to give it to them it's one game is like ugh and if you lose a game like say the way the Bills did You know, botched fake punt, missed field goals. Like, you're going to point back as a fan and go, How'd we lose that game? Like, it's
2: not, that's the way it goes in football. So, yeah, there's anxiety for sure. You also, I mean, I think in the Bills' case, too, I mean, when you go up against a team like the Chiefs who's been there before, who knows how to close out, I mean, I think the one thing we can talk, talk about the Bills in this era is they don't know how to close. I mean that's that's been that's been the bugaboo for them now with the 17 second game in Kansas City just their their history in the postseason is they don't know how to close. Then you got the Kansas City Chiefs, a team who looks to be getting hot at the right time, who knows how to close. I, I think if if there's one thing that concerns me with the Ravens, I think the Ravens are by far the better team, but you're going up against a team that knows how to close, been there, done that. So if that game is close in the fourth quarter. I think anybody outside of Baltimore would say advantage Pat Mahomes.
1: Yeah, because the, even the announcers. All right, so we had this uh, tumultuous season for the Chiefs where they still wind up in the playoffs and they're back in an AFC championship game. And we were probably down on them a little bit more than we ever have been, right? Isn't that true? No. You weren't? No, okay. I've, been, I've been riding with the Chiefs ever since. But I'm saying from a national perspective, this isn't the Chiefs team that we've seen in years. Past. I was kind of. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah, I think they showed some.
3: To me some weaknesses. But
1: they wind up here, even though all the flaws that they've yeah. had all year long, and we still had a situation in, in Buffalo where they were going, Oh, you don't want to leave thirteen seconds. Like that's right. Because he's so good, he's built that up that you're like that even now you're second guessing, do we score right now or mm-hmm. do we wait? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's such a weird yeah. thing where people are like, oh. you can't you can't forego taking points. You score as quickly as you can.
2: I, listen, I'm not I am not a big Josh Allen fan at all, but the criticism for him for going deep, throwing in the end zone when he could have gone over the middle and kept the clock going to kick the field goal. When you're playing Pat Mahomes, we've seen it here in Baltimore. Remember a couple of years ago, John Harbaugh was criticized going for, for two? going for, yeah. When you go up against Pat Mahomes, you score touchdowns. You gotta score. You don't get field goals. No. You score. I'm not I am not criticizing uh, uh, Josh Allen for throwing in the end zone to trying to get a touchdown yeah. right there and not hitting uh, digs over the middle uh, uh, to keep the clock going for the first down. Because yeah, no. Harbaugh's actually said that. Yeah. You, you guys score a lot of points with this, You too. can't mess you around with that, that guy. No. You can't You can't do it. it. Listen, if I'm giving you the ball back after a touchdown, I'm good to go. If I'm giving you the ball back after a field goal of a tie game, I'm not good with that because we've seen what this man can do. So I, I think – again they just know how to close they know how to win championships
3: and even if they, look they come down, to Baltimore it, as long as you have you know 15 and Andy Reed it's like you got a chance
2: yeah
3: you got a chance and it could be literally like a minute and 10 seconds on the clock you better you better squeeze and tighten yourself down there
2: Coaches break down at 6 30 but on the other side Kansas City is coming to town as we said is this a good matchup for the Ravens Baltimore's big bad morning show on the fan
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: That's right. Destination Vegas. Look as good as our AFC North champions with Zips Cleaners, official partner of the Baltimore Ravens. With low prices, and by nine, out by five service. Zips has 24-7 Dropbox. And DoorDash delivery at select locations. Visit zipcleaners.com. Zips make it easy to look your best for less. Uh, destination Vegas, the Ravens, and both the Kansas City Chiefs are trying to head to Vegas for the Super Bowl. And you looked at the two teams, and you always get this question after the Ravens, who obviously won before the other two AFC teams played Saturday. I don't know, Ed, how many times you got the question who do you want, uh, Buffalo or Kansas Still City? Get it
3: people still get it. even yesterday people like who who did you want who did you want? I'm like it doesn't matter they're both good i just think the ravens are better it doesn't really matter i said but, but frankly i'd rather play the chiefs cuz they're, they're the defending champs i want the, i want the king yeah i mean they the, they are the reigning super bowl champs so i'd rather play them and then beat them
1: i don't know however, however i'm going to say i don't know that i had a rather i was probably like you guys like you know um, when I looked at it, knowing that the Chiefs were three and a half point dogs or the Bills would be three point dogs, there's not much difference in between the two teams, at least what Vegas is telling you. Bills defense a little banged up right now. Chiefs offense, we still have questions about. But I didn't care who they played. Um, honestly. Like I just once they had won, I'm not worried about the matchup because I, I do think this is a special team. Um, and you know, if you look at Devoa and all the other stuff and how they're off the charts grading. <laughs> This year, like if they finish winning the
2: Super Bowl, I don't know what the analytics are gonna tell you about this team, but they're gonna tell you it's one of the greatest teams to ever play. Having said all of that, are the Kansas City Chiefs a good matchup for the Ravens?
1: Yes, they are. I mean, well, why? You, because of Mahomes. I mean, like, he just he's a dip are you no, are they a good, uh, good ma-
2: matchup for the Ravens.
1: Yes and no. You you answered why it may be a tough matchup with the Ravens. I mean, look, it's yes and no because uh, ultimately I wasn't impressed by the Kansas City run defense and I think the Ravens are a better, far superior running team to Buffalo. So can you do that? Now you get Kansas City on back-to-back road games knowing what's at hand. So you're getting a team that's been traveled and you've been staying at home. I feel like everything's set up for the Ravens. But there's that guy, there's that cat that's going to be taking snaps for them that's so special
2: that, yeah, he scares the hell out it's of you. Mark, Johnson, Mark Jackson says, Mama, there goes that man again. Um, <laughs> I, I think they're a good matchup, Ed, because, you know, you looked at the Buffalo Bills, a team that's not committed to the run. They had 182 yards rushing. And yes, 72 of that was Josh Allen, but Lamar had 100. So you can't discredit what the quarterback does in that running attack. No. But they also had James Cook with 61 yards, only averaging 3.4 yards a carry. I think for a team that's not committed to the run to put up 182 yards against you, then what are the Ravens going to do, a team that is committed to the run?
3: Well, they are committed to the run because they're good at it, and the Chiefs were like 18th in the NFL in rush defense during the regular season. So you can run on this defense. I know it's it's a better defense than we've seen, and have actually carried that team this year. But the fact you can run on them so well, and that's what the Ravens like to do, and the more you run, the less time Pat Mahomes is on the field, and that's what I think
2: I would that's do the key. if I were coaching. That's the key. We know yeah. he can score quickly. We know he can, but Make you have a yeah. – yes. When you put when you put the type of pressure – see, this is what I think, Jeremy. I think teams worry too much about Mahomes, what he can do. I think if you go into the game putting the pressure on him, okay, we're going to score. Now you try. We just drove it downfield, 11 plays, Shoved it down your defense's mm-hmm. throat, 8 four plus minutes. Okay, now top that. Mm-hmm. I think when you reverse it and put the pressure on him, and being on a road, I think it's a different ball game. Are you saying stop putting Patrick Mahomes on a pedestal? Yes, don't put it on reverse a pedestal. Reverse that. Reverse it. Whip that. Whip that. Bang! 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 I think bang, that's bang. exactly what they need to do. To and I think that's what you. That's a perfect analogy. Mm-hmm. I think too many teams put Patrick Mahomes on a pedestal well, instead of going and punching him in the mouth.
3: Yes. At, at, they absolutely do it. We all do it. The media does it. We all do it. The problem is it works because this is how Tiger Woods was so good. Not that he wasn't a talented pl- golfer. You were afraid of him. Everybody's afraid of him. Yeah. You, you, when you're playing him, you're afraid of him. When he came out of that red shirt on Sundays, you, oh, <laughs> it's like same thing. It it's works. Over. Yeah. Michael, Mike Tyson. Remember when Spinks almost pooped his pants when he faced him? That fight was done before the first bell went, you know, like – Done. Done the
2: press conference. <laughs> my face licked his lips in front of him. Where do I pick up my check? <laughs> you know I mean that—that's you're right. That—that's what happens with people like this. I don't think the Ravens' head are built that way to be afraid of anybody because they look at them.
3: I think Roquan's scared.
2: Yeah, think he's scared? <laughs> I think he's scary. <laughs> I think he's very scary.
3: <laughs> that man is like, yeah, I don't care.
2: Bring it on.
1: Whoever it is, they show up, they get got. That's it. That's I mean, it's it's as basic as that. He just like line them up and tell me where to go to work. Yeah,
2: whoever he said whoever comes he's is gonna have yeah. to get dealt with. Yeah, and I think that's the I think this is a good matchup for the Baltimore Ravens. Not only physical matchup, Jeremy, but I think it's psychological. A good matchup because I think they want a Kansas City. I do, and sometimes, do and, and I've been here before. Sometimes when you're, that playoff build up, you want a certain team, and you don't get them, you get another team there's kind of a letdown to start, at the start of the game because you're like, oh, we don't want to play that. We want to play that team right there. Yep. But I think this is who they wanted, where they wanted. I don't think they wanted Kansas City in Kansas City. I think they wanted to bring the Chiefs to job City. They got it. I think the Baltimore Ravens, because of this matchup, going to come out on fire.
3: Yeah. And keep. this is a team, and I'm, I know it's different at the end of the season. Playoffs are different. They got they got spanked by the Broncos the last season. Mm-hmm. 20, 24-9. So, I mean – and they lost six games. They're not—they're you know, not the Chiefs we used to. They're very—you know—they're very vulnerable right now. And I think this is the team to do it. I—I <laughs> hate to be overconfident, but if the Ravens don't beat them—and I mean, really beat them—not a Justin Tucker field goal with seven seconds left—I mean, they're taking a knee at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I'd be surprised.
1: I think I would be too. And, and I'm not—I'm not just buying in. I mean, I always look at things uh, through a different lens than most people, but. Um, I think again, the only thing that would concern me would be a rematch in the Super Bowl with the 49ers just because I know they'd make adjustments and I think they have a good coaching staff. Mm-mm. But Ain't if worried. I'm if I'm the Ravens, the only team I'm really concerned with is myself. Like just don't if we do what we're supposed to do and we show up and we're not turning the ball over and again, in a one game scenario that can change the game, but I, I think they win and they're going to the Super Bowl.
2: There's certain teams in the National Football League that could make that cat look like Mr. Irrelevant. The Ravens are one of them. Let's go to Dundalk and get Wayne. Good morning to you, Wayne. Rob, good morning. How you guys doing, man? Doing well. How are you? Good, man. Pretty good, man. Hey, I just—I uh, never get a chance to call
4: up, man, when I always have this feeling. So, this morning, I figured it was early I would do it. No, so, man, I'm not the, – the Ravens, when they went into San Francisco, kind of said it all. When the whole world and even Baltimore fans thought that, you know, we, we were going to lose and, you know, it's Christmas and everything. And that, that team just showed – the, the commitment and the focus, it, it doesn't matter where it is, and that's what they're saying, and, and they're, they're living up to what they're talking about. And I, I think that it'll be a blowout, man. And if you're the defensive coordinator, you know, how can you, like, all right, so Lamar's game before last, you threw for 350, whatever, five touchdowns. Then they just ran for 250 yards. You, he doesn't know who they're playing for what they're playing for. I just think that the Ravens are, are for so many years, we were so predictable, yep. and now we finally got the yep. offense that we wanted for all this, these years, and we had to realize that we have – we're not predictable anymore, and these coaches, they're going to have a hard time Sunday. Yep. And I think the Ravens just go away and blow them out, man.
2: I agree with That's- Tom Brady. said it on the show. He said, you know, you know, the Ravens always have you in pursuit mode on offense. <laughs> That's the problem. You're pursuing the outside. They run inside. You're pursuing the run. They play action on you. You're, you're, you're tightening up because they're underneath you. They go deep. He said that this Ravens offense is so multidimensional that you're always chasing He didn't use words pursue. He said you're always chasing them. That's the problem with this offense. Yeah. So Don Brady said it on the show, let's go. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Uh, Cornell Woodland joins us at 715. But on the other side, an NBA coach is very upset with his basketball team for not playing the right way. All of us, Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. <clears throat> so last night, I don't really check out too much NBA. I don't. You guys know that. But I'm a big Joel Embiid guy. I love Joel Embiid. He dropped 70 points last night. 70. <laughs> and well, To that point, he dropped 70. What, Cat dropped 62? That's what I'm, I'm, I'm guess going well, to go.
1: It's the anniversary of Kobe's 81 points? Yes, it is. Okay. Last crazy, night it was. Yeah. It was.
2: And it's almost as if those guys knew it. Um, Carl Cat is for the, those of you who don't follow the NBA is Carl Anthony Towns. He was uh dropped 62 points last night in a loss to the Charlotte Hornets. Uh Kobe, it was quoted one of Kobe's famous quotes was I dropped, I scored eighty one because I needed to score eighty one. Uh you could argue the same thing with Joel Embiid. He scored those he needed to score those points. Um uh, head uh, Timberwolves head coach, Chris Finch, doesn't think that the offense flowed and Cat scoring 62. This is what he had to say after the game.
5: You know, obviously, we're going to try to feed a hot hand, look for a hot hand. But at some point, we got to get back to making the right play. we got to get back to doing the right things. Um, and, uh, you know, that's just, uh, like I said, there's a lot of ways to be immature. There's always a lot of ways to be immature. Um, and there was a lot of immature performances here throughout the the roster, we totally disrespected the game ourselves, um, and we got exactly what we deserve. So,
0: Chris, did, did you also see? I mean, did it turn into Carl trying to hunt like a a, a big number? And
5: yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, but for a while, I mean, it was going. Um, but you know, down the stretch, we you got know, uh, you know kind of dried up for us. But um, yeah,
2: he said the reporter asked him specifically, "Was Carl trying to hunt?" His first comment was absolutely. And then he circled back and said, you know, he had it going for a while. Uh, Jeremy, the accusations of Coach Finch are they stepped outside of the offense to pursue the score, getting Carl Anthony Towns 60 points and forgot about winning the game and allowing the Charlotte Hornets to come back and win that game. Yeah, they were up 15 points heading into the fourth quarter and gave up 18. And you can
1: understand what the coach is talking about. I don't know if going through the media is the right way, but I, I'm not going to fault a coach for this. Maybe this is how you have to present it so it gets back to Carl. They have um, a lot of interesting decisions to make with Minnesota where now Carl's kind of become not the star for that team anymore. Right. It's Anthony Edwards is the guy that everyone's looking at and the pickup of Rodie Gobert and what they could do. So, um, But when you look at – if you just look at the box score and you see that they scored 18 points in the fourth quarter and they were outscored by 18, you can kind of – Listen to what Finch is saying and say, okay, I can see where he was trying to get there in the fourth, and maybe he was putting up too many shots.
2: And I'm going to tell you, uh, it's okay to score 62 points, but when Anthony Edwards has nine, we got a problem. We got a problem. You're not supposed – you don't score 62 points and take away from what others are doing. You score 62 points in concert with what others are doing, and I think that's what his proof is about them getting out of the offense – to make this happen, I, you know, I, I just, I yeah. I think, I think immaturity was a good word.
1: Yeah, because I think to Chris Finch's um, uh, statement there, if you honestly look at the game, I mean, they were playing the Hornets. The Hornets are one of the worst teams right now in the league. LaMelo's been out for a while. They can't stop big men. Um, they're just terrible. And if they were playing a team like the Knicks or somebody who's kind of in it, mm-hmm. is Carl Anthony Towns going out of his way to try to get to a certain number in the fourth quarter? Mm-hmm. Is this happening? You know, as you pointed out, like maybe Ant's a little bit more passive and saying, Carl, go get yours, man. We're playing the Hornets, man. We got this. Is We're up 18 or we're up 15. We got this. And then all of a sudden you blink and you're like, well,
2: damn, we just let them back in the game and they feel like they belong here. Tyrese Maxey still scored 18 points. He was plus 12 uh, uh, last night on the floor. He scored 18 points, four rebounds, eight assists. So I, I think in comparison to, you know, he scored twice as many, as as uh, Anthony Edwards did last night, I love the word but "immaturity." That to me, um, it it it, it's, it it says a lot. It says everything. To be honest with you, our team was immature. Yeah, it just seemed immature and seemed really stupid. Is what they did is let
3: somebody you know. How do you do that? How do you blow a game when you know one of your headlines scores sixty-two points? How's that possible? Seriously, how's that possible? Oh. Because yeah. you're sorry, your team has nine.
1: Well, so, I guess, like, if you thought about it, it, it's kind of tough in baseball to do unless a guy was going for strikeouts or right. something. It's a pitcher. Right. Because a hitter going for something, the pitcher's controlling everything. If they don't give mm-hmm. you anything to hit, you're walking to first base. Um, but, like, you, basketball is the one, like, what if a guy was going for a hat trick and he's just constantly shooting at the goal, taking bad shots, taking bad shots. Yeah. And before you know it, you blink in that three goal lead. Now you're tied and you're headed to overtime or something. And I think
2: that's akin to what happened here. Yeah. <clears throat> are you a big do you a big believer Jeremy in the uh, plus or minus? Yeah, I think it it's a like <laughs> Jordan Poole
1: has by far the worst plus minus in the league. It's mm-hmm. like off the charts ridiculous. Okay.
2: Now, just because you lose a game doesn't mean you can't be a plus mm-hmm. a plus minus. You you can. Um well, especially if you put up sixty-two points. Well, what do you think his plus-minus was? Put scored sixty-two points. If he I scored thought. sixty-two, being on the floor. Now that I
1: know they lost the game, I'm, I mean I'm still going to give you a, a guess of what it should be. I I thought it might be like plus thirteen
2: or plus something. Plus plus thirteen. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Joel Embiid was plus eleven.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Carl Anthony Towns zero. zero. <laughs> yeah, was zero. His plus-minus was zero. That means that <laughs> what his coach said. Is backed up, and that his plus minus says Ed he scored an insignificant sixty two. Think about that yeah. for a second. Yes, you scored yeah. an insignificant as far as the game is concerned. Your sixty two points were insignificant, as, and you a, had a zero. You
3: know who had the the best plus minus? Anthony Edwards. Anthony with Edwards
2: at plus seven,
1: but nine points. You know yeah. what's funny about this, and you'll know it as a coach, and I, I don't I don't need to mansplain this to anyone. But if you score 35 and you give up 40, you are a negative 5. You yeah, know? Like, right? <laughs> like it, it, it doesn't matter. I tried to explain it. I had one of the, uh, a kid that I had a long time ago, and a really good kid, and he was talking about, Coach, why are you so hard on me? I dropped 24. And I'm like, because you're not doing what you should be doing on the other end of the court. This should be one where I'm able to take you out at the end of the game and let these other kids get some minutes and coast. And we're sitting over here laughing about how things went and like what went right in the game, whatever. We're chatting about what these guys are doing. Instead, we're you know we're talking about something else because you're worried about how many points you scored.
2: My top two scores, also are my top two leaders in steals, who will lock you down from baseline to baseline, and they get the ball to score on you. That's how that's you run what, it up. That's what you want. <laughs> that's how you get it. That's what you want, though. You want you want you want to get it back on defense. You know, people talk trash about Kobe. Kobe was all defensive teams too, several times. You know, I mean, so you. Uh, You, you, folks, I want you to grasp hold of this for a second. You scored 62 points and your plus minus was zero. (laughs) It's like if you didn't show up, we had the same outcome. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So, so now knowing that, now knowing that, I want you to hear this from Coach Finch.
5: Obviously, we're going to try to feed a hot hand, look for a hot hand, but at some point, we got to get back to making the right play, we got to get back to doing the right things. Um, And, um, you know, that's just, uh, like I said, there's a lot of ways to be immature. There's always a lot of ways to be immature. Um, And there was a lot of immature performances here throughout the the roster. We totally disrespected the game ourselves. um, And we got exactly what we deserved.
0: Chris, did, did you also see, I mean, did it turn into Carl trying to hunt? like a, Absolutely. a a big number and-
5: Yeah, I mean it was I mean but for a while I mean, it was going um but you know down the stretch we you got uh, you know kind of dried up for us but um yeah makes sense now that
2: yeah. <laughs> Even if you didn't watch the game, I feel like you have an idea of what happened. Makes sense. 4105831057 that's the number bottom his Big Bad Morning Show on the Fan. Cordell Woodland joins us at 7:15 but on the other side, he's angry again. What you got going on over there, Joe? I'm hurting today, guys. You're, what'd you do? I,
6: I'm not. I'm complaining to the wrong people because half the time you guys walk in here and I hear you cracking like glow sticks. <laughs> but I threw my back out yesterday.
2: <laughs> oh, it's we sucks. got angry
6: Joe. Man, and this is just. I, I even thought to myself the other day. I was like, "Man, I haven't. I haven't effed up my back in a while. Like this is great. It's awful." It's
3: nothing like
2: it. Uh-oh.
1: Nothing like when, it. When you hurt something, you don't realize how much you use it. 100%.
2: I know 100%, what he's angry about. But... Angry Joe is upset because his body is starting to betray him. <laughs> angry Joe up next on the fan. Joe's angry again. Angriest young man I know in my life. What's going on with you now, Joseph? Threw my back out, man. <laughs> wow. Were you at least having fun? No, man. I was just at the gym
6: doing some some crunches. And then like coming back down and just like felt it pop i was like you've got to be kidding me wow and then like you try it one more time you'd be like maybe it wasn't what i thought it was and i was like oh nope yeah that was definitely yep threw my back out again this is probably the fifth time i've done this uh i'm 31 i threw my back out the first time i think i was 25
1: it only gets better
6: that's what they tell me um especially knowing you and your experience i'm i totally i totally think they're right on that but um it's definitely the one thing where you start to kind of like realize that, yeah, I can't, I can't really pull this off like I used to, though when I just said that I threw my back out the first time at 25, I don't really think I ever had it.
1: Well, you know, the, the, the whole back thing is, um, it's frustrating as hell because you know we talk about it too, where it's like, hey, what's the one thing you wish you could do that you did when you were a child? And I'm like, tie my shoes for crying out loud, like something normal, some sort of normalcy with your back. But once it's gone,
2: it's gone. Is this like a sharp pain, Joe?
6: Yeah, it's like um Where's the shooting from your back from lower back? It's all lower back, man. It's uh it usually takes about like a week for it to start to feel like totally normal again. Um but got the got the icy hot patch on, feeling like shack oh, right oh, you now. Did the old shack thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, shack <laughs> attack. Um Now are you a heat or cold guy when you get hurt? Probably more of a heat. The heat thing seems to work more than the
2: cold. What about they, you? Uh, swelling, ice, it's not swelling, just pain, heat. Yeah, I mean it's there's back's interesting because like the heat
1: makes it feel better initially, but I think in the long term for me, it's always been like cold. And I've always
2: felt better doing cold. Now your your body betraying you is your back. Yeah, my body betraying me is on my shoulders. I don't have I've never had knee problems in my life. I've never had knee problems. Yeah, I don't really have back problems unless I sleep wrong on it. Um, I've had hip problems, but that's really what's going on with my spine. It's not really the hip itself. It's a lot
6: of interconnected, uh, right. posterior chain.
2: Right. Yeah. But I'm just my shoulders. Your, your body betraying you is what? It's my back. Really? It's,
1: it's always been my back. It's my back and my neck right yeah. now. Um, my neck went like, if I started playing sports, there's a chance that my chin would go down to my chest and I couldn't lift my chin off. I've had, of I've that. had
6: that happen to me before.
1: Um, and I've had the other thing that bothers me is uh I it's from my back and neck, but like my left arm goes numb. I told you guys I was doing like a tricep pull down on the rope. I just I thought I um I thought I tore my tricep because it just gave out and my whole left arm went numb and I'm sitting here trying to shake it out or shake it off like Taylor. Um and it just I had to start taking gabapentin to help me out and it comes and goes. Like if there's no rhyme or reason.
3: I have no idea why.
1: I'll be fine for six months and all of a sudden go, I can't feel my left arm. Mm-hmm. And Ain't life grand. It's fun getting older. And the worst
3: part is, all it takes is it to move out of place by a quarter of an inch.
1: I've thrown it out sneezing. Yeah, I'm serious. It's just a, a little bit, tiny yeah. little
3: bit. Because it's so little room in, the, in your spinal column. Mm-hmm. So, your body betraying you is what? Oh, man. I mean, between my shoulders, which are—I need a shoulder replacement. My, but see, well, that's
2: unfair, though. That's that's from an accident. Yeah. So I don't think that's really betraying you. That's no, that's from the, an
3: accident. You're right, but the problem is that's a real problem. And now my back, my L, L-, L- four or L five, is a problem where I have this sciatica where I can't walk. So I need both. I'm try, I try work on both every day, which sucks. It's and it's still not good, but it keeps me like at least I can walk to the car. But I just between I because I use ice. Because heat can increase inflammation, which is what this is all about. Mm -hmm. So I tend to use ice when it flares up, and then I have I try to do yoga because the stretching is so helpful. And also, you do that, Joe?
6: Yeah, yeah, most of the time. But ironically enough, I it's not even irony. I just didn't do it yesterday, and look what happened.
3: And if I recently bought something that really the the Theragun helps that little machine I bring in Uh, that's really powerful that helps, and I went out and bought. You see those wheels rollers for your back. Let me give this a shot. I'm telling you, you're rolling that thing. Your back cracks like a chiropractor. You hear all the cracking going on, and it does seem to help a little bit.
1: So I do it all. I try. Have you tried a chiropractor, Joe?
6: No, I've not. Um, I have a good family friend that's a chiropractor, but I'm also very ticklish. I don't like people touching me like that. Oh, you should have
3: never told
1: us. This is
6: the bad. Nah, it's you all. guys didn't know. We've already talked. We've we've had this we, conversation. Had this so. can, I su- <laughs> can
2: I suggest something to you that I do? I get it in a bathtub. Of course, I'm at an advantage because How we have there? an a- we have an athletic bathtub. Yeah, the, yeah. The silver ones, but I get so deep into it that nothing's out of it but my head, and I dump ice in it. And fill it up with water and ice water, and I sit in that till I can't stand it anymore. And when you come out, it, it's just your body feels just completely different. Jeremy, you don't even have to worry about shrinkage because that's already there. But it's usually when it just goes <laughs> back inside, yeah, it yeah. goes back into its home. It becomes an hello, Eddie. <laughs> hello. But yeah, I'm telling you, try it. Try it, Joe. How long do you normally last in the ice bath?
6: Yeah, I was about to say, how long does that actually <laughs> Just a couple of minutes.
2: Yeah. Okay. Because, so I did the well, um, therapy. I think. Yeah. yeah. Who, who's, the, who's the NFL defensive lineman that jumped out of the pool? Oh, that's uh, Tristan yeah. Wirfs did it. Wirfs did it. That's me and I. I <laughs> I'll jump out of the ice bath, man. Is it's almost, another one? almost like I don't even, even need need uh, any help getting out of there. But it's, when you come out of it, you cold because you can't take any more.
1: Yeah, when you do like cryotherapy, you'll, you'll be wearing like gloves and socks and you'll have your underwear on and you get in this like, you know, you get into a um, cylinder. Right? Yeah, it's a cylinder. And then when I went to one, I can't say they're all the same because I've only been to one. You would literally, uh, every 45 seconds, you would turn 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go in a full circle, and once you get to the end, that's when you come out. So it's three minutes, um, or was it, 45 seconds just, each. Three time. minutes. Yeah, so it, yeah. it ends up being three minutes in there. And um, you. I, I told everybody, once you come out of it, you feel like King Leonite is kicking that dude down the hole in 300? You, you uh, will will I be able to do that? Yes. Because
6: uh, I'm, I'm going to be walking around probably for the rest of the week looking like I've got a stick up my ass.
1: Well, Joe, that's... You normally do, but yes, um, but a uh, no, lot more acts like it. Yeah,
6: like it's more. I'm not as limber as I normally am when I do that. You know what
1: they
2: say is good for back pain. Licking my anyway. You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to go
6: Step Brothers on you,
2: Joe. Oh, thank thank you, you very much uh, for sharing why you're angry, angry Joe. Uh, Cordell Woodland joins us at 7:15. His take on the Baltimore Ravens trip to the AFC uh, Championship game. But on the other side, what's trending? Kansas City makes a six consecutive trip. To the AFC Championship game. Is this the time that they uh, not get knocked out of the Super Bowl? Maybe we book in this trip the first time and the sixth time. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show. What's trending up next on the fan?
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.